Warning, the guest episodes on License for Love are experiences, expertise, and views of their own. The diversity duo is in no way liable for actions or advice one takes in their daily life from our guests. Our purpose is to give everyone a voice to be understood, not necessarily agreed with. You're listening to License for Love with Cowboy Jax and Lauren Michaels Harris. The heartbeat in relationship conversation. Sexy, beautiful. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax, and I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris. And today's episode is called Hiatus. Um, our guest that we're going to have, what's that? Hi, what? Hiatus. Oh, I thought you said something else. Oh, I, I bet you did. I'm kidding. Um, I know what you said. I'm <laughs> go on, go on, go on. No, no, no. So our guest today, um, I, I'm just, I'm blessed to know him. He's an amazing dude. Um, we're going to get in that to the, in the next section. But part of the reason that I titled it hiatus is because I looked up the definition of what a hiatus is and uh, it's a pause, right? It's, it's, it's taking a, a moment of reflection or to, to just be still for a minute, you know? And uh, I just, I really dug that and I thought it was super cool. Um, Lauren, how the hell are you, Doc? I'm good. I was just trying to picture um, which little kid I could say instead of a timeout, I could say, take a hiatus over in that corner now for like five minutes. (laughs) You're on hiatus. You're right. Uncle Lauren doesn't do timeouts. He does a hiatus, right? Yeah. Well, you know, but I figured you would really dig it because it's like a, it's a special pause, right? It's like, it's almost taking yourself away from everything and the day to day and just really just kind of creating this place of reflection for you. And it could be a moment, it could be a day, it could be a week, you know? Uh, And I, I just thought it was a really, really cool concept when we're talking about being mindful so uh what have you been up to still um well clearly i'm still auditioning for the um louise jefferson role on broadway in the resurrection of the jeffersons (laughs) with this i got covid throat i mean who knew oh it came out this week i got something from cnn on my phone where they were like people with this i'm like well shit you know Will our real voices ever come back? You know, they're not talking about that shit yet. So can I say shit on here? Yeah, you can say shit. It's our podcast. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we can well, say shit. You know, Facebook, yeah. they'll put you in prison. So, um, no, seriously, <laughs> um, it's a thing that from this new strain, because, you know, I when I came from Atlanta getting that honorary uh, doctorate deal, I came back positive. First time, the whole COVID thing. And it was quick, too, in and out. Wasn't bad at all. Four days. And then this, and this has been like four weeks. And I talked to somebody today um, through my doctor. She's been dealing with this thing with her voice for two months. Oh my God. Right. I'm on steroids and everything post like for professional voice people. That shit ain't doing nothing yet. For real. I only got three more days that it'll be in my system. So I hope that I wake up singing opera um, by day after tomorrow. Interesting. Interesting. I know. Be safe, you guys. Be safe out there. Yeah, I mean, knock on wood. You know, these old jeans, they uh 
They've been rolling. We ain't had no uh, issue with the vid on this side of the house. So, Ever at all? Not with me, no. Uh, Linda oh, had you. it. Okay. Yeah, me yeah. me in particular. Yeah, Linda had it. I, I didn't get it. She was Ryan down, didn't get down it. for like 10 days. Which I don't understand. He was on the plane right next to me. We're in the same hotel room. We live in the same house. We sleep in the same bed. How did he not get it? You know, he got them good genes. Yeah, if you love me, you would have caught Corona too. You know, <laughs> I was like, I was mad though, for real. I was feeling some kind of way up in that quarantine. I kept sneaking out at first, and man, Brian would get pissed. That's hilarious. I'm serious. Well, I get it. You know, we can't see it. But anyway, that's the great part about hiatus. I had to do a lot of soul searching in that for those uh, 14 days of, um, no, it wasn't 14 because mine it was over. In like four days, Ten, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm yeah. saying, you know, hiatus, even in the car, Jax, that's not easy just to find solitude and silence. I tried it for um, like a month once to go every Wednesday with no serious XM. I didn't last um, like two hours into the first Wednesday and I had to turn it on. I, I go crazy in silence. I, I have to have noise. Is to go I, I, I really don't understand what it is but i do do you have adhd like me no no i've been tested for all that shit mm. i'm not i don't have any of that stuff i have brain damage so that can be fun uh to cope with sometimes but um oh speaking of brain damage i don't i had that kid well, remember that's good i'm glad you don't oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how did yeah, that go the findings came in the mail today. I was like, it better not say there's some tumor or something in writing. I was like, going to be pissed. But it was all clear, yeah. Well, were they able to get to the bottom of, of they, anything? That, that because of the lower respiratory thing with the post-COVID thing, um, I just stood up too fast, didn't get enough oxygen, and down I went. But, so, I mean, it's isolated and stuff from this. They better sit their asses down. That's all I got to say. I see me. I keep something close to grab hold too. I ain't that that picnic table tore my ass up. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not serious. Got I'm his ass by a picnic table. <laughs> what you say? I said Lauren Doug got his ass whooped by a picnic, by a picnic table. table. It wasn't even a cute one. <laughs> You know, one of those raggly ones. But anyway, I, tell me why I'm excited, Jax. I think this is one of the most intriguing topics you've come up with yet. And you've come up with some humdingers. Well, I mean, it's, it's all, I mean, I actually plagiarized it. Um, the, the guest that we have today um, has experienced so many different levels of, of fame and, uh just has a really cool honesty and an approach about them and today you know normally it's about you know judge a book by its cover today really isn't that much about it except i would say this and, and i'm curious to know what your thought process is on this to switch gears a little bit sometimes when we're in entertainment uh people will pigeonhole us right? Like, oh, you know, they're, they're just a singer or they're just an actor. And so when you're multifaceted and you're, you know, writing a book or, you know, being able to do more than one thing, um, I, I think sometimes you can, you can feel 
like you're pigeonholed into a particular thing. And I'm curious to ask our guests today, you know, what, what that journey ha- has been like to start out with the level of fame that they did and then still be, you know, very relevant, still touring all that stuff with music. But then what was it like to, to open up into that next chapter of, of, you know, doing a book and, and why, why that particular title for that book? You know, was it, is it something that it was just like marketing and cool? Or is it something that we all should take a page from, pun intended, to, to make sure that we take our time in, uh, in the formulation of a hiatus, you know? I do. I do. And, you know, I'm just naturally lazy. I, I'm, I say that in a good way. No, I'm serious. I, it's not that I'm lazy. I like to be efficient. So I end up with extra time and I say, that's because I'm naturally lazy. And now I can take that nap that I want to. Yeah. So I don't know but, why. I but were you, were you always like that? Or did it, you know, it, did it take some time? You know what I mean? Like it's because like for me, my mind is, is always going 24 seven. And I, well, and I love to take a nap. But like, I just, I don't think I ever just, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think I ever just chill, you know? I, I'm forcing myself to, you know, that's why like for my 60th birthday, we went to that seven acres of seclusion, you know, so I could fish in peace, the only person on the lake. And uh, it was just, you know, one of these days I'm going to get up the, the nerve to do something like that with no internet. I'm not ready for that yet, but it was a nice pause like you described. And man, I mean, I'll tell you what, the effects of it are still forthcoming. I had, um, I went yesterday, Jax, you'll be proud of me. And I had a great massage at my health club and I actually set it up to have it every two weeks, you know, and that's the version of, yeah. That, that is a good example of a hiatus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like if you had to build a, a roadmap. Now, here's the problem for me in that. I love that for you, but I I um, don't like people touching me. Okay, but I thought we were talking about me, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, I know. I get it. All about you. Yeah. But, I mean, but seriously, though, I'm I, why, I don't. Can't, why, why do you think I can't do that? Well, because you're like an OCD kind of guy aren't you yeah oh my goodness yes like when you're calling me about stuff for the show oh i'm like thank god for virtual because i I could just ah i'm kidding i love you no but i mean what i mean is you you know you turn you're like a rubik's cube everything you do is like you're you're working a rubik's cube you're gonna work until all those colors match up me if I get one strip of green, I'm good with it. Pretty, throw it on the corner. It's a rainbow. Oh, I love that. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love that about you. Uh, and it also frustrates the shit out of me too. But I do love that about you. And I think there's, uh-huh. a, there's a part of me that's a little bit envious of that, you know? Don't be. I love you just the way you... God, I really did sound like Louise Jefferson there. Mm-hmm. We're moving on up. Okay, I'm anxious. Isn't it time for the guest yet? 
No, no, we we've got a we've got a little bit more time. Let let me ask know, you this: he's more when interesting you, than us. When you found out who was coming on today, and you realized who was coming on today, were you like, "Wow, that's yeah. wild"? I'm in another. I'm not even looking at you. I'm in another browser, like looking at uh, pictures from. Yeah, I can't say it because I don't want to be spoiler alert. Yeah. But I'm in there looking. I'm like, oh, look. Yep. Yeah. They're going to be that way, too. I think it's a time. You know why I feel that way? I'm going to tell you why. There are certain things that when you know you're going to be around it or it's brought up or whatever, it takes you back to what was going on in your life at that time. Yeah. So what was going on in your life at that time? Oh, I was out in Hollywood then. And I was oh doing session work. Yep, that was back during the apology. Well, wait a minute. What year did they? We can't. I'm gonna. I can't tell. Keep a secret. So you might as well not ask me questions. I'm muting yeah, myself. Well, once we yesterday. once we get him in here, like it, then we're, we're, here. we're all focused on him. So I'm just curious. I I remember. I vaguely remember, but I remember the first time that I heard that on MTV. Uh, see, I'm I'm horrible with years. I mean, I was pretty young. I know. Well, I wasn't. Wait a minute. It's kind of like in your heyday, right? No, I, no. My heyday. The Andrews sisters were on the radio in my heyday. I'm kidding. Oh yeah, I forget that you. I'm sixty with with Jesus. Pretty much. No, I'm thinking. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to say the name. Oh, I got my phone here. Mm. I know, but I like I like teasing you. It's funny. You should have seen your face when you read the bio. Like that's what was so good. Because I knew it was coming up. I just didn't know it was today, so I was kind of caught off guard. I probably put on some dress clothes or something. If I yeah, you know what today is, and it's interesting. This is our first evening recording for a podcast. Now, all of our listeners out there, y'all. You know, we're an audio podcast, obviously, so you cannot see us, but normally we're not recording in the evening time, but due to the fact of who it is, and, and that's the other thing I'm wondering as everyone is, well, no, that's not true because they'll be able to see the bio in the picture at this point. So there's really not a lot of anticipation for them. Oh, really? Yeah. So real quick story before we bounce. Um, so I'm at this thing. It's called Dinners with Dreamers. It's this private entertainment thing. And this cool cat is standing next to me. And we just start a conversation. And I have no idea who he is at this point. Um, and, you know, he's just like got this cool swagger. And, you know, I'm dressed up in a tux because it was like a James Bond theme kind of thing. And so we got this cool picture um with each other that is you know on my facebook i think it might be on the instagram too i'm not sure how all that shares but you know what was awesome was given the caliber of who this person is um to me it was so cool that he just stayed in touch with me and has a hilarious facebook page and he was obviously a phenomenal talent um on so many different levels and uh but but i loved the what I loved and the reason I wanted to have him on the show is because he is so down to earth. And on that note, we'll be back oh. in five. 
with our amazing guest for today. Hey y'all, this is Cowboy Jax. I just wanted to invite you to join the heartbeat and relationship conversation in this space right here. Your product, your service, your message, let's ride. Hey y'all, this is Cowboy Jax and I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris. And today's episode is called hiatus, which means like a very cool pause of reflection and taking the time. All right, Lauren, I know you're busting at the seams. Go, let's get the ditty so we can get him in here. Dang it, Jax. I was Googling the year of that song so I'd know what I was doing in the world then, and then you mm-hmm. spoke and it went all in yeah, there. So now you're fidgeting through. <sighs> Hold on. Okay. So, man, I have so many things open doing research. All right, here we go. Drum roll. We always guarantee to be off the rails here at License for Love. Right. Tristan Irby. Okay, get ready, y'all. Let's go. Tristan Irby, you're from Bronx, New York. You're a native and a member of the 90s Platinum. 90s, there it is. Platinum selling R&B group. High five. Yeah. High five. That's That's what they say. That's what they say? Yeah. You do a little acting too. I see all kinds of things. Law and Order, yeah. Empire. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I, I, I like to get my my chops wet in in, in a lot of things. And man, what, else, what, get, what else you see? You see a lot of other things. I see your son. I'm, I'm just skipping all over the place. <laughs> you have a book out. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's called Hiatus. The trust is it's the trust in the Irby story, correct? Yeah, yeah, life in the '90s R&B group high five. Yeah, man. So welcome to the show. Uh, Wait, the doc is. Yeah, I just read where it says in studio working on new high five music for real. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I'm coming back in. Don't put the cart before the horse, though. Okay. Uh, so, hey. Tristan, my man. Uh, What's up, man? You know, we not much, brother. What's What's going on with you? I'm I'm super excited to. To talk about the book later on, but Thanks for our audiences, me, what's that? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, Thanks. So Thanks to kick off me. the interview, give our audience an idea of what it was like and and when you knew that you were going to pursue entertainment. Because everybody knows who High Five is. Like anybody can Google you. You've had some amazing songs. All this kind of stuff. We like to dig a little bit deeper. So you grew up in New York. You take it from there. I grew up in New York, um, born and raised in the BX. Uh, and I don't know. I wanted to sing, but I, it wasn't my real, it wasn't my real, like, my thing thing at first. I wanted to be, I wanted to go into the service. I wanted to be a Marine. And come out and be a Ooh. state trooper. And, you know, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I wanted to be a Marine. And um, uh, I went to military school, did all the things. Uh, and uh, I wound up leaving military school because it got a little expensive uh, for my family at the time. And then I wound up going to school, um, not a, right across the street from 
uh, where I lived. And um, high five manager. One thing led to another. Brother, high five manager came, heard me sing, and the rest is in the book. <laughs> wow. That that literally. is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally like uh, a shameless plug for the book. So what's really cool about this is the fact that I'm a U.S. Army veteran and Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris is a uh, U.S. Air Force veteran. So we're very much in tune with, you know, no, learning that little nugget about you to to want to be a Marine. Why was it so important for you to want to pursue that? Because when people hear the Bronx or they hear New York, like we know how TV and movies and all this stuff kind of paints it, but get, give us an idea of like what it was really like growing up and why you were like, you know what, I, I really want to serve my country because that's not something that you just kind of do on a whim. So, so where did that come yeah. from? Well, it, it's funny. I mean, um, you know, I, I was brought up, raised in the projects, uh, 1040 Rosedale Avenue, Bronxdale, um, on the fourth floor. My grandfather was in the Navy um, when he got out. Of course, I don't know nothing about that, but uh, my grandfather was in the Navy. Then my uncle, both of my uncles, one of my uncles went to the Army, and then another uncle went to the Marines. So it was like, you know you know what I mean? I was kind of like yeah. there with it, per se. So um, I think that that's why I wanted I thought the uh, uh, I like the discipline that that comes with being in the service, and um, the uniform is pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, but um, um, yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much where it came from, man. I was just like, you know, um, I think this that's something that I have wanted to do. You know, I, yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted, I wanted to be a state trooper. You know, so yeah. I wanted to be a state trooper and uh, other things came about and um, God had another, another plan. Right. Mm. And, and, and that's what happened. You know, that that's and a, that's a general consensus on this show that we see a lot with our guests is it's, it's very interesting how, and, and we don't pick them that way. Like this isn't a, a you know, religious faith driven, anything like that kind of podcast. Like this is more so like, centered on cultural diversity and everyone to be understood, but not necessarily agreed with. And so the reason I love having guests like you on the show um, is because of the fact that all the stereotypes, all the prejudices, you know, everything from like being from New York or, you know, being from the Bronx or, you know, like a dark skin tone or whatever, like when our audiences listen to this, I hope to open up their mind that if they have some kind of a slanted perspective about people in general, like they need to check that shit at the door because the reality of it is it's amazing to hear someone who was, who's done so well in hip hop and then went on to do amazing things in acting and things of that nature. Like their humble beginnings was like, yeah, I want to serve my country. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I love that. Right. I think that's, that's super dope. Doc, right, I've right. never heard you this quiet. Are you are you just in shock right now? No, actually, I'm sitting. You know me. I'm sitting up here going, mm, "Wait a minute." The topic is hiatus of the show, but that's also yeah. the name of the book, and we yeah. can't talk too much about the book. But what yeah. can we talk about about the book? Um, because I'm all up inside that title. 
Uh, and yeah, you know, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, and, and I love okay. that because we're going to get into the book in the next section, but okay, I'm, when, when you, when I'm, you think about the word hiatus, trust right. like how many different hiatuses have there been in your life? Like that, that self-reflection or that pause, obviously the first one was, oh, I'm not going to be in the Marines anymore. I'm found by this musical group. And then all of that transpired, but was there, was there a, how did you come up with that philosophical thought process? Because it's, it's a really cool concept. Thanks. Um, I mean, actually to answer one of your questions, um, I, I want to say I went into a hiatus two times. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Give it to us. Yeah. Um, one time that I talk about publicly, you know, uh, which, you know, when it comes to uh, the untimely hiatus of High Five, uh, which the book is centered around that, that hiatus. And my second one was um, after I had gotten shot five times, um, um, I had to take a hiatus and I did some soul searching then as well. So those are, yeah, so two times to answer your question on that. Um. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a question. Thank you. You gave me something to run with. Yeah. So, okay, you know how you phrased it just now. You said I took a hiatus um, because I got shot five times. So, it's all. It's. I'm like, did you take the hiatus, or was the hiatus created for you to take? It was the oh hiatus. God, hiatus what was created for me. For, uh, right, I, for you I, to I, take. I, I, well, both times. I say that, I said, we get it, but I said that to clear it up for that listener out there that's picturing it based on how it was said. Because oftentimes people miss the blessing within something that other people only see as trauma. Because there is a blessing, a future one born into the process of becoming. The same time something dramatic happens within all of our lives. It's just the way it rolls. So that's why I wanted to get up, get back and put that in the, you know, because sometimes we don't know. We would never stop and slow down for something that we can't even know exists half the time until it happens. That awakening, that transformation, that moment that you'll never forget for the rest of your days and beyond those moments. So um, well, talk a little bit. How much can you tell us about? I call them like divine appointments, spiritual moments of truth, if you will. When you got shot, you know, what stands out most um, when you were there and it was fresh and it was new, you know, like people that have near-death experiences have something to say. I can't imagine being shot five times and not, it, not, it has to have that thing that only that can provide because look how, how far it had to go. To say what it had to say to you is what I'm saying. Mm, preach. Well, you know, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, doing all good, all, all good things at that particular time. So, you know, it was something. Once again, it was an untimely hiatus within the hiatus itself. You see what I'm saying? I was oh, yeah. going through. Yeah. I was already in the hiatus when that happened. You know, so, right. And it was just like, at the end of the day, 
it at the end of the day my book is about the my book is about let me say how to not take god's mercy and grace for granted because i've been through a lot of different situations that i talk about in the book that it was i know when i look 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 back i know it was only but god that got me through all the difficult situations well tristan i'm gonna say this because i say it every day so i ain't changing up just because you here i would just put it like this now nah, it's all good I'm going to just put it here like this. I want you to understand, my man. When you said I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, no, you wasn't. Because you wouldn't have this story to leave, to change people, to heal people, you know, to be able to help people grow into a knowing that they don't have to get shot to find out the key, the goal that was in those hills. You did it for them. And that's why you were at the right place at the right time, because you brought the story to the time where we needed the most right now. Yeah, everything I, about I, it. Everything about yeah. it led to this moment. Yeah, I absolutely concur with that because it, it's very interesting how being in a moment of of reflection or change or transition, and then how this this metamorphosis is just forced upon you. You know what I mean? It's almost like you know this, like the doctor says, you know this divine appointment and through that pain and and through that particular moment like it literally is what kind of brought you full circle to to impart all the wisdom um that would you know that's in the book it, it, uh, in other words tristan it's now because now you're a good steward you're a good steward now you see what i'm saying this is this you, you are doing the right things with the story, with the moral of the story, with all the twists and turns it took to get you in and through that story. Mm. Nobody could have delivered it but you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that whole experience, I just have to say, because I did, you know, when it, in the research, several members in there, things, you know, all these different things just coming at, coming at, coming at. I mean, I think you should be very proud and, and, and just understand that, man, a great example of when they say, who much is given, much is required. You see, but you got it through. You fiercely protected all that you've brought to us in this book. I can't wait to read it myself, honestly. Yeah, and I think it all goes back to full circle, too, in the sense that here he is in a world where he could become Oof. a victim of the streets he could become, you know, whatever and get a pass because he's in the Bronx and he's in the projects and you and I know what that's like living in Lorne and everything else. And instead, at a young age, as a young man, because of the mentors in his life, the first thing he sees is, I, I want to be a Marine. So it was like the, the thoughts were there and manifesting, but it wasn't until it became full circle and we're going to talk about this more after the break that he was like, this is going to be my place of service. This is where, and I'm going to key in on that word that you said before, a steward. So we'll be back in five right after this. And we'll be talking about uh, the new book from Mr. Treston Irby, Hiatus. We're very excited about it. And today's title of our episode is Hiatus, 
back in five. Hey y'all, this is Cowboy Jax. I just wanted to invite you to join the heartbeat and relationship conversation in this space right here. Your product, your service, your message, let's ride. Hey y'all, this is Cowboy Jax and I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels-Harris. And man, what a philosophical point um, that we came to in understanding more about this word hiatus. I bet we've said it about 500 times now, mm-hmm. but it, it, it just keeps transforming and evolving for me. It, it, it actually, I think I want to become a mantra. Like I want to find a place in myself to where I can purposely take a hiatus or a pause for that reflection now, Tristan, how long has the book been out and what was the, the main reason that you wanted to write this book? The book been out about two and a half weeks now only. Um, okay. uh, it's been doing pretty good. I'm thankful. Thank you guys for the reviews. It's beautiful. Glad to be able to touch so many people. Um, but um, yeah, man. Um, When I wrote this book, I wanted to be able to help somebody who may have went through something like that and needed to hear somebody like myself say, you know, well, this is what I went through, you know? So it's just like bringing people into my world, you know, being 15, 16 and being up here, you know, number one records and everything. And then an untimely hiatus starts, and then you go from up here to bang, in a blink of an eye, you know, to a point where you're still seeing your music videos on TV, but you know, you, you back at home, you know, for, for all kinds of different reasons, you know. So that plays a very important, that, that could play a very uh, intricate part on somebody's mindset. Absolutely. See what I'm saying? Hence the word, hence when depression comes in at, you see what I'm saying? Yes. And I didn't know that I was suffering from depression back then until just five years ago when I went to seek help uh, because I just wasn't feeling myself. I was feeling off, you know, and come to find out that I was suffering from depression from all those years back then. And then on top of that, the new stuff that I was dealing with, you know, put me in a real, in, in a real funk, you know, um, and back in those days, and, you know, we never really talked about getting help, whether it's a, just being a man itself or being a black man, in a, you know, out there. We never wanted to go get that mental help. Nobody really Well, you, you have this like persona that you, that you have to live up to, right? Like, you got this swagger, like, it's where you come from. Like, all of that's just sort of viewed as, as being weak and not strong and, and all of that kind of thing. And so, man, I can relate to that on so many levels. Right. Um, so... So it's like, and then it's like, you know, for my peers, I want my peers to read the book too, because there's like a lot of peers out there, you know, that I'm friends with that, unfortunately, their run stopped before our, didn't last as long as our run, you know, and they had the result 
to doing certain things that they probably don't even talk about out of embarrassment because I was embarrassed on a lot of why, things why that I had embarrassed to do. what what for well, you because you know you what, because yeah. well because you know like I said you know brother <laughs> you 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 got uh, you got a number one record you know top 10 records and they playing your joints all the time and everybody's seeing you you've been on every TV show that you could possibly think of you know what I'm saying uh you, tra you traveled you toured with just anybody you could possibly think of like you was you know you was the number one group in the 90s, you know, one of the number one groups in the 90s, man, you know, and then having to come back to reality, which that's somebody's reality, too. But at the same time, it was a fantasy that had came true, you know, but to come back down where you have to really figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, you know, then that's lies that the issue, you know, yes, nobody would have said that. You know, you can ask high five. You know, nobody would have thought that was going to end, you know, the way it did. You know, I know I didn't, you know, hence why right. I wrote the book. I didn't think that, you know, I'm thinking we're going to be around forever. Well, at least, you know, we're going we're gonna to be set up right, you know what I'm saying, to make it, you know. Yeah. And I did it. We don't have to worry about nothing. But, you know, that wasn't so, the case. But when, you you know? when you take that hit, it's interesting, right? Because when you when you take that hit, and it is a hit. I think one of the things that happens, and I love your thoughts on this, is that the reality is, is that what you were to the people, you spend so much time doing that, that you don't know what you are to yourself. And because all of that defines you, now you're in a place to where it's like, fuck, I got to, I got to sort through this. Like, I got to figure out who I am as a person because... I'm not just this one thing and, and this one thing isn't where it used to be anymore. You know, what was that like? Nah, well, it, it wasn't, it wasn't even like that for me, man. It was, it, it was, for me, it was more like how I'm going, how I'm going to eat, you know, how I'm going to survive. I'm going to eat where I'm yeah. going to get this food from, you know? And, and, and like I said, doing that and, 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 and being embarrassed at the same time, you know, you got to be one strong individual, man. You know, everybody, because you go back to the hood, everybody's like, yo, you got a new record? Where's your new record? You got a new record coming out? A new record? Yo, I just seen you on TV the other day. Yo, I just seen you on TV. Yo, yo, yo. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, yeah. then when, you, when, you, when they start seeing you a lot, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, wait a minute. As soon as you walk by, yo, what's up with trust, man? Why are you here? You know, been here a lot lately. What's going on? You know, you hear people so talking. It's almost, you know it's what almost like a responsibility too of the people that were around you that were sort of vicariously living through your dream, right? Like they're like, oh man, you made it out. Like you're doing all these big things. And then now all of a sudden, you know, here you are back on the block, you know, just like them. And in, is there a part of you that, that wants to that was know, the embarrassment that, that part. Guilt? That was that, not guilty. It was more embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Embarrassment. It, it, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. I wasn't guilty. I don't. You know, they don't owe me nothing. I don't owe them anything. It was more of just an embarrassment. You know, to have to to be doing something so great to not doing it. Something so great that you love to not doing it no more. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah. and, and knowing no, that, knowing I, that you have, knowing that you have people looking up to you, some family, friends. So I have a question. Um, Tristan. What up? I'm sure you remember the first time you had to step out on stage. There were thousands of screaming fans. You know how that makes the adrenaline pump and can be a bit scary. But what a lot of people would never understand or care to even dip into is what was scarier, the first time you stepped out or the first time you noticed the absence of those screams mm. from those fans? That definite silence. Oh, it, was um, the it, was the it was the absence, though, without a doubt. I, the I absence? Was I, yeah, it was lowest. Man. That was scarier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like for me to... When, when, when it's time to go on, man, you know what I mean? It, it's time to go on, you know? I, I, you know, you may get the little jitters. I, I, like, I, I honestly, I get the jitters like, my jitters, my, jitters, my jitters hit me like right before I touched the first step, before I touched the last step. But when I touched the first step, that's when my jitters start, to go up the ramp to get on the stage. You know, mm -hmm. and then it, then then the jitters are gone. By the time my first my foot touches actually touches the stage, my jitters are uh, you know, it's over with. So I say that to say this: I'm comfortable there. You know what I mean? So without yeah. it, no. I mean, I'm I'm an artist. I I get it. I've been in professional entertainment for over 20 years, and it and there's just a magic that that happens. On the, I was actually just talking to my spouse, Linda, about it. It's like, I'm doing all this CEO stuff now and consulting and stuff. And it's like, when you're a creative, like you want to be creating, you know, at any, you know, once you get the bug, like, you know, uh, you, you want to be doing that. So obviously things come full circle. Um, and, and so you know you're touring again i i've seen you know you're doing stuff with like groups like boys to men like i mean you know high fives doing great things uh reoccurring role on uh law and order correct yeah yeah law and order uh, I, i've been on and um power and you know a couple yeah. of shows like that yeah, yeah. Man, it's a so, blessing to be able to yeah you know. so you were back in the hood everything seemed like it was going to implode or or for a moment it sort of did. I want to know where did the intestinal fortitude come from for you besides the motivation of I got to eat that you were like, I'm, I'm going to keep attacking this. And then eventually that becomes even becoming an author. So how did that happen, man? Like, was it just out of like, like just pure intensity or, or did you have a plan? I just went with it, man. I thought, I believe that I was, I believe that everything that I that I was thinking of was coming from the good Lord above. You know, um, a lot of things I just acted on. You know, um, like even when it comes to doing a um, bringing my company for you know out Bronx Most Wanted Entertainment. You know, I, I didn't know how I was going to fund it or anything. You know, I just did it. Love that you smile. Know, the audience can't see the smile, but he's just. <laughs> He's got this smile <laughs> like, I wish you would. I wish you would tell me no. Like, yeah. I love that ambition. Yeah, go, so, go on, though. Nah, it, so so I, I, I had that. And and um, I'm just always thinking about winning, you know. I want to be able to, you know, 
I want my kids to be able not to to be able to look at their father in a way where their like their eyes still light up even in the forties, you know what I'm saying? Thirties, you know. Oh yeah. I want to. I want to. Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to still have that. I want to have that on them, and, and that's. And I want to. I'm not there yet, you know. So, I need. I need to get there, you know. I want to get there, you know. And I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way. Now, is that getting there? Like it's everything external, but you've talked about depression, depression, and learning how to manage that, and and talking about the journey in the book. You know, uh, hiatus. Um, are are you still working that? You know, are you still making sure that those those internal things are are still locked in and solid as you transverse all of this success that you're working on on the outside, right? I mean, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I still go see a see a therapist. Yes, you know, that's what I'm weekly, talking about. So, yeah. so you know. You know, keep me keep me going. You know, sometimes I, you know, even to this day, sometimes, sometimes I, you know, I'm human. Sometimes I, I, don't, I you know, I'm working on, I'm working yeah. on finding finding my triggers and and, and and stopping them right now. You know, but one day at a time. But it's cool though. You know, I'm I'm working it out. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah man, I've I've been seeing a therapist for over two years now. You know, I I went through a lot in my life. Uh, Fifteen years of undiagnosed traumatic brain injury and realizing like the tumultuous things that I went through in my childhood and things that happened when I was in the army, you know, and and all that kind of thing. So you should I write a book too, and, man. <laughs> I've been asked many, many times. Uh, I just I don't know. I'm like you. I'm still on that journey. You know what I mean, and hey, I want to be listen, like. Listen, listen, I'm still, I'm still on my journey. That, that's why this is called. That's why that it's called hiatus book one. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna have a book two. Yeah, you, you know, because you still, you still on it, you know, and and, and yeah. you got to keep on going, and, and you end it the way you want to end it, you know, when, the way you want to end it, you end it. Absolutely. Well, I um. I'm I'm psyched to read the book and I'll be honest with you I'm normally not a reader like I'd be the guy to wait till it you know becomes a movie or a TV series um you know and I check it out that way let but the, um, right, let the wife let the let the wife read it to you Yeah exactly I I'll, I'll get all snuggled up and be like hey read me read me my Trust and Irby book read me a little yeah, bit of high you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> that's how yeah. that's how you do that <laughs> Well uh Doc, you got anything that you, you want to add before uh, we get, get Tristan out of here? We really appreciated the time, man, and, and the honesty and the transparency. But, Doc, you got anything? Just yeah. thanks for stopping by. I can't wait to read the book. Thanks, my brother. So, I appreciate it, man. Looking forward. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, well, Tristan, uh, we always do this thing at the end uh, before we get our guest out of here. Is there anything in particular that you would like to say to our audience in terms of either the book or life or all the vulnerability and transparency that you brought forth today. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, you you me, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 I 
I thought we was off the air. Oh, you said that. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not off the air. Oh, no, we're well, not hey, the hey, air. hey, keep this, keep this blooper, man. Show it. <laughs> oh, I will for sure. Yeah, we. <laughs> but just um, one, not, one word of wisdom. One word of wisdom. Um, just, just stay, 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 stay prayed up, man. Ask God, ask God to, to to give you strength, you know, and, and, and good eyesight to see it coming before it gets to you. You know, that's that's what I and have good good people around you, and everybody. I could go get the book on Amazon.com. The name of the book is Hiatus, um, written by yours truly, Justin Irby. It was not that easy to write because I I let so much of myself out on 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 paper that it took me a lot to really keep on going through to get it in done. The devil was trying to stop me in so many different ways on not on, on not getting it done and there's been times that I almost didn't put it out you know um in fear in fear of hurting anybody which you know um I I, I try to make sure that I didn't hurt anybody um and I wasn't being malicious but it, it was part of my life and it just so happened some people happened to play a role in your life and my life you know what i mean and um like i said it, it wasn't anybody else's it's my it was, it's my story so i i i i apologize if anybody's hurt by the things that or took in anything out of content because if you really know me you should know that my heart was pure pure and that i didn't do anything malicious and um you know it's crazy man you know after writing a book like this man and you you know that one person that you try not to hurt you know you made sure you know then you wind up that be the one that be that one person that you hurt and it makes you feel bad you know what i'm saying because you ain't try to hurt anybody man you know then another thing is like yo you know you know my heart so you should know that i wouldn't do anything to you know to hurt you or degrade you or anything like that and it's, and the story is about me not about you know not, i wasn't saying anything about you you know so it's just a bummer that 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 had to happen man and you know it's somebody who i really care about and and, and it, for me it was more like i was bigging them up you know it wasn't like i was tearing them down i was bigging them up because it takes a real strong person to go through the things that you know i may have put them through and still be around to a point, you know. So it's crazy, Absolutely. man. It, 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 it's crazy, but the book is real, man. You know, it's a real book, man. And and and, and yo, shit, shit, get real when the music stops, man. You know what I'm saying? Shit gets real when the music yeah. stops, man. Well, that was a good one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And on that, got, on that note, oh, anything else? Nah, man. I can keep on going, man. You better cut oh, me okay, off. Okay, all right. Hey, I, I love the statement. Shit gets real when the music stops. On that note, we'll be back with our final thoughts with me and the doctor. Right, Thank peace. you so much, Tristan. Back in five. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you. Peace. Hey, y'all. This is Cowboy Jax. I just wanted to invite you to join the heartbeat and relationship conversation in this space right here. Your product, your service, your message. Let's ride.
Hey y'all, this is Cowboy Jackson. I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels-Harris, and you have been listening to the episode hiatus. Wow. Doc, uh, just, you were like a sponge the whole entire time. What, what are your final mm -hmm. thoughts on this? No, I had to reel it in, to be honest, uh, out of respect for he has a new book out and you don't want to just, you know, spoiler alert kind of deal. But, you know, there was that after the book has been out there a while, you know, while I'm done a couple rounds or a couple laps, if you will, I'd like to have him back maybe in a, in a year's time yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, because, um, you know, there was a lot of tragedy around that group. And so he's not only having to face those voices that are still alive uh, that may be related to some of the legacy that isn't so savory, you know, mm. and out of, you know, and then they feel they take it personally. Thank God for the four agreements, you know, about not taking anything personally and don't make assumptions, be impeccable with your word and always do your best. And I could tell um, he was concerned about that, you know, hurting somebody, you know, hurting someone's feelings or someone's memory. And that was a word that I had to kind of take myself completely out of the broadcast to not be tempted to ask about that because that's a huge piece for a lot of people <clears throat> um not just celebrities you know the daughter whose um you know father was a, was molesting her but and she's ready to heal by telling the story but she can't because mama's still alive and it'll kill her if she knows this about daddy who's been dead for 50 years or 15 years or whatever it is, you know, yeah. it's just like, you know, there's a lot that goes with it. So I really respect this young man for, um, and, and he was very vulnerable about, you know, from, from hero to zero, how depressing that can be. Imagine when the world is screaming your name and then it seems out of nowhere, they're stepping well, up. Well, the relatability that I had that I thought was crazy that I never even thought about before the episode was the fact of exactly what military service members go through when they become U.S. veterans if they're in high positions of power, like a Sergeant Major or a two-star general or whatever. You know, you walk into a room and 300 people stand up, right? And then you go to get your paper the next day or you go to the local uh, grocery store you know, when you're a U.S. veteran now and and you're just like everyone else. And I, I loved how he was so vulnerable and transparent about the mental health piece. You know, I mean, that that really takes a lot of courage, especially people that, you know, are personified as these, you know, uh, R&B figures or hip hop figures or to be tough or even just to say the word, the Bronx, you know, just to be from the Bronx sort of thing. And so I, I really liked how he was very candid about that and very open about that. Um, I thought that was just really cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's only been a couple of weeks and not everybody sits down and reads the book the day it comes out. So I would imagine that's why I said in a year, because I would imagine it's going to take it's going to take a little bit of sidewalk. You know, for um, all, all of the different opinions and healings and feelings and everything in between to find their way to him. But I have no doubt he's going to have another riveting story uh, for us the next time we see him because he just 
he's already proven how strong he is. I think it's great. Well, and he, and he kept, and what was cool was he kept working through each thing. You know, you, you saw where he got the most relaxed um, and really just started like firing off from his heart um, was that one moment when he was like, you know, we thought that, that we was off the air or whatever. And he just, you know, he just really started rattling off the, you know, things inside of him and, and all the different emotions and stuff like that. And I just, I, I think that's a, a good point to where it actually does come full circle about judging a book by its cover. You know, just because someone is uh, famous for being in a, a genre of music or uh, an entertainment position of having to have this, you know, cool, nothing bothers me sort of exterior, um, you, you're wrong. You know, uh, they they absolutely have hearts and minds, and that is absolutely so important because of the fact that that's what connects them to that humanity. Perhaps that's that hiatus that we all need to take every yeah. now and then, that pause, that reflection. Final thoughts, Doc? Final thought is I'm going to buy the book. I'll tell you that much. Um, because there was a lot of innuendo, there was a lot of alluding towards sort of things, certain things, and I want to just read. He kept saying, you'll see in the book. So I'm going to see in the book. Because, you know, like when he said, how, and it made perfect sense. I, we've all heard these stories in the industry. You know, a, a top band or group of that decade, which they were of the 90s, to not have been taken care of. How can you come out of that kind of a run and basically what he's saying, somebody somebody messed with the church's money. That's mm -hmm. what they say in the hood. So he done messed up the church's money, that kind mm -hmm. of thing, which means it's kids. And is it exploitation of kids from the beginning? Um, people just assume it's mismanagement of a crazy lifestyle and this and the other. No, I mean, these were kids. That's That yeah, we should have been dry and locked in by some adult before they sent them out there. Who got that money, you know? Yeah. That, that's so cool on your part, though, to kind of just allow the book to be out there and for people to read it and for us not to, you know, unpack all of that and, and, and kind of just be stepping back and forth to really want to sink our teeth into. Because obviously, yeah. you know, you and I, we, we don't hold any punches. Um, I would like you to speak just candidly on on how you felt with the statement. Or, or perhaps this could be, you know, your final thought if you want. But he said, no, man, I was more embarrassed and I had to eat. I know you can relate to that. Oh, yeah. But not to the level to which he spoke. You know, think about it. He could get a table yeah. in any restaurant yeah. whenever he wanted just by identifying who he was. You know, that's, that was kind of the premise of my question about what was scarier, the first time you heard the screams of thousands, thousands of adoring fans, or the first moment the screams went silent. Oh, God, that just got me. That was so good. And you could just see on his face, you know. He went he, right he to that answer. Question. Yeah, yep. absolutely. He said when they yeah. went silent. Um, yeah. A lot to, there's a lot to think about there uh, for all of us. You don't have to be, you know, a member of a world-renowned band or a dignitary or you just have to be. 
you know. And remember, here's the thing about it. If you start with loving yourself and you add millions of other adoring people who love you to the pot, one thing you can always be assured of, if you start with yourself, you'll finish with yourself, which means you'll always have exactly what you need. And it's not just about what you have. So, uh, you know, as long as you have that, have you, you can do something. You know, if they all disappear and everything you believe you are is based on them and they're gone, that makes you think you have nothing left. You ain't got shit. No. You know. Well, you know, I think that's fantastic, Doc. My my final thoughts is, is yes. simply this. Um, you never know uh, where a person is going to be uh, financially, famously, success-wise, but getting to know who that person is on the inside is the most important thing. And that could be one of the most valuable relationships mm -hmm. that you ever have. Mm -hmm. So until next time, oh. I'm Cowboy Jax with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels-Harris. And we'll see you next time on License for Love, the heartbeat in relationship conversation. Be encouraged. You're listening to License for Love with Cowboy Jax and Lauren Michaels-Harris, the heartbeat in relationship conversation.